0: Let's get a look at what's happening with the news. I'm John Ryan reporting. Iowa Workforce Development Director Beth Townsend says, "One of the accomplishments of her agency this year has been to help people who lose their jobs get a new one faster.
1: We started the year in January with the new reemployment case management system, and that was a process where we started contacting individuals who filed for unemployment the very first week that they that they filed. So we've helped, you know, almost 30,000 Iowans"
0: Townsend says they can't point to specific numbers yet, but they believe it has helped the state recover from the post-pandemic workforce crisis.
1: Too early to tell, you know, what impact that's had on, on the number of weeks that people stay on unemployment. But we know anecdotally, we've heard over and over again about how this has really helped people kind of expand their horizons in terms of their work search.
0: Now, unemployment did inch up slightly over the past four months, but Townsend says that there's an indicator that people are finding new jobs.
1: What we've seen in 2022 is people are not staying on unemployment as long as they previously had, which, you, which is reflected in the low amount of unemployment benefits that we've paid. Even though the unemployment rate itself, or I mean, the unemployment benefit itself goes up every year to keep up with inflation, the amount, the total amount is less. So fewer people were drawing it for shorter periods of time. Now,
0: she says the cut in the number of weeks that people can draw unemployment benefits that started in July does not figure into the equation yet. Townsend says it looks like by the end of the year, the state will pay about $260 million in benefits when there's about uh, when that is about $400 million.
1: That's a really good indication that we're helping people get back to work faster, that they're taking advantage of all the opportunities that have been available during this time where we've had, Uh, you know, high number of job openings and fewer people available to fill those jobs.
0: Now, she says they will continue working into 2023 to get those who haven't returned to work after dropping out of the job market during the pandemic back into jobs. The Iowa Business Council is asking the legislature to enact limits on what judges or juries can award when businesses are sued in civil court. Joe Murphy is executive director of the Iowa Business Council, which represents the state's 20 largest employees. The first time in our organization's history, we are going to um, join the coalition to support tort reform efforts in our state. This is an economic issue. This is a workforce issue, um, and and we stand proud with uh,
2: a broad coalition partnership that has worked on this issue for many many years.
0: The Iowa Business Council is calling for limits on non-economic damages in civil lawsuits against businesses. The group also supports caps on medical malpractice claims, something that Iowa's medical community has sought for years. Brett Altman, the CEO of Cass Health and its hospital in Atlantic, is a trustee of the Iowa Hospital Association.
2: We know that uh, we have work to do with tort reform to get non-economic damages capped. Uh, So that, uh, like many other states, physicians will want to practice here and won't be scared off by having, uh, you know, uh, eight and nine figure uh, lawsuit settlements.
0: Now, a bill that would have limited non-economic damages in medical, medical malpractice lawsuits was introduced in the legislature this past spring, but it failed to become law. The, governor proposal, the governor's proposal, that is, for $1 million limit on non-economic damages in lawsuits against commercial trucking companies also stalled during the 2022 legislative session. Well, two Western Iowa students recently earned top honors at the 31st Annual Des Moines Area Community College High School Hands-On Automotive Skills Contest. It was an event that was held on December 16th at the Carl Chevrolet Automotive Technology Center at DMax at Ankeny Campus. Exira Elcorn, Kimbleton Sr., Joshua Despennis and Kemper Jr., Kyle Sundrup, competed as part of the D-Mac Carroll Career Academy team. Carroll uh, Sr., Connor Wheland also uh, qualified as an alternate. Nearly 300 students from 14 schools measured their automotive knowledge with a 100-question written test to make it to the final competition, which featured just eight teams. The hands-on portion included a 15-minute challenge in eight categories, engine performance, engine repair, electronics, brakes, steering, and suspension, also automatic transmission, manual drivetrain, and HVAC. Dispenis and Sundrup placed first, receiving a $1,000 DMAX scholarship and a 2023 New York Auto Show trip and a hefty tool and equipment prize package. Well, as the uh, school year draws to a close, John Steffes, the president of Kemper Catholic School System, says the fundraising campaign they launched earlier this year has far exceeded their initial expectations. In March, the Kemper Catholic Schools Foundation kicked off Faith Forward, intending to raise at least $6.5 million for the parochial school. Steffes says they are well beyond that goal now.
2: And I'm very, very happy to report we are just about at $9.5 million. So it's been a fantastic campaign, and half of that will go to our teacher salary fund, and about a million will go to tuition assistance, and about $4.5 goes to different facilities, improvements.
0: Now, according to Steffes, Faith Forward differs from other recent fundraising campaigns as a significant percentage of what has been raised comes from outside the immediate area.
2: Almost half of this campaign, the dollars have come from far away. They have not been dollars that people who live in Carroll. About 45% of this Pay Forward campaign are dollars coming from other locations in the United States. So we have loyal alumni all over the place that helps bring in these dollars and in, into Carroll, and that makes a difference locally.
0: Initially the Kemper Foundation set 6.5 million as their celebration goal and they are exceedingly close to their challenge goal of nine and a half million dollars. Fundraisers have been set uh, fundraisers have set a final victory goal of 12 million and Stepha says it is time to get that involved
2: It's on our website Kemper.org or they can just call the foundation or me or, or Alan Lowe at Kemper. And the campaign is still going on. We're hoping to, like I said, we're just about at that second tiered goal of 9.5. We're just a few, just really close. So we really want to hit that.
0: Now, if the victory goal is reached, approximately $5.1 million will be added to the school's Teacher uh, salary enhancement fund to keep Kemper close to uh, to uh, help Kemper close the pay gap between public and private school staff. About five million will be used to modernize and improve the Kemper facilities, and the remaining two million to tuition assistance to help keep Catholic education affordable and accessible to all families. If you'd like more information, it's available at www.kemper.org/faithforward. And that is a look at what's happening with your news here on this Tuesday morning post. Christmas holiday. We'll talk about the weather definitely improving from last week. Details on that on the way.